You're listening to Shot Talking, the podcast that uncorks the secrets to success, one story at a time. I'm your host, Penny. Let's get ready and raise a glass to our dreams. Because friend, the journey starts now. Hey, friends. So today's episode, we are going to talk about how a crap ton of you are focused on the wrong thing. Okay. You're literally putting the cart before the horse. Have we ever heard that saying before? Um, so, you know, I, I honestly, I really should go back and look at what the, the, like the definition of that saying is, but when I picture it in my head, I literally see like an old man, um, like in the desert somewhere, with like one of those like rickshaw type carts and he's got like the donkey or the horse behind the cart and he's like yelling at the horse like why isn't the cart moving um yeah that's just what I see in my head but honestly that y'all are just focused on the wrong shit to be completely honest with you look running a business is not fucking easy by by any means this shit is hard this shit is off. Um, it'll, it'll quite literally break you. And it does. There's like what an 80, 80% of people who start a business within, I think it's the first year or three quit. <laughs> Cause this shit is like, it's just rough out here in the streets, quite literally. Um, but in the mobile, <laughs> the mobile bar industry, this is I mean, I'm being literal here. Y'all are putting the cart, the damn trailer, before the horse, the business. So, um, I started, we started Tipsy in um, Tipsy 10 in 2018. And by 2019, it had made small progressions. Um, And then, oddly enough, uh, COVID blew it off the fucking map. And I'm so thrilled and I'm so grateful and I'm so humbled. And I like, I could go on and on and on about all the things that I am for this business and how much I love it and the people and the opportunities and, uh, the, the vendors and just the moment, like everything. I love what I fucking do. Right. But I had an advantage coming in to this industry that, a lot of people didn't. So first and foremost, I'd been part of, and I have been part of the wedding industry for almost 12 years now. And um, I haven't always done things <laughs> correctly. Um, I've made mistakes. I've learned a lot. And so when Tipsy came around, um, especially because working with alcohol is such a, it's a hair line thin walking situation because you're dealing with alcohol. You're dealing with people's lives. You're dealing with um, an alcohol board. You're dealing with insurance and all of this crazy shit. So uh, I knew when I went in into this world of mobile bartending that I needed to make sure that I did things 110%. And I get so incredibly frustrated, incredibly frustrated 
um, when I'm in a couple of uh, groups on Facebook where obviously, you know, mobile beverage car uh, trailers and businesses, that's like the main, that's like the, the subject of the group. So I can't tell you, I, I don't think there's a single day in the last three years since mobile bars have exploded into the wedding industry that I haven't seen someone be like, I'm new to this and I need to get a trailer and where do I get a trailer and how do I get a trailer? And, um, I'm building a trailer. I bought a trailer and I'm putting a $5,000 kegerator system or a lender system in and jockey boxes and all this crap. And, um, but I don't have a name for my business. I, I, you know, I don't know any laws or rules or it drives me crazy. It really does because to be a good business owner in my perspective, in the perspective of several other people that I've had, I mean, dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of other entrepreneurs, whether they are in this industry or the wedding industry or just business as a whole is you got to get your shit in order first. You have to have your business. Your business has to be rock fucking solid folks. So before you even think of potential, well, okay. So this is like the brainstorming part. You're thinking, you're brainstorming. This is what I want to call my business, right? All of them, literally every single one of them out in a notebook on a piece of paper in front of you, a chalkboard, a whiteboard, I, 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 your driveway. I really don't care. Um, and then, and then do me a favor. Once you look at those names and you're like, I, I fucking love that name. That name vibes so hard with me. It's everything that I want it to be. Um, and for example, Tipsy 10. Okay. Do me a favor. Then go on to Google and go to USPTO, which is the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Name search. Okay. And then it'll come up with something that says, go to the T-E-S-S word search. Click on that. And it'll come up and it'll be natural. It'll be like a basic word search. Put the name of that business in there and hit submit. Submit Curie. And tell me what comes up. Because if there is anything that any, any business similar in name, and I mean you know, you have the before it or it's plural or you're putting the state or or city or county before it or after it or whatever. And you think that makes it different enough? It doesn't. It doesn't. That business that you love that name, it's trademarked. It's taken. Move on to the next one. And guess what? The next one that you fuck with and you vibe with, go back on to the USPTO search and, and try it again. Until you get to a name that no one has ever thought to trademark, okay? Um, then, then, and only then, go on to social media, Facebook, websites, GoDaddy, uh, Instagram, whatever, and start getting social medias just locked down. Just lock down your names. Um, if you can, try to get your name locked down without... Um, 
underscores or dots or anything like that in the in the actual handle. Um, it's not always possible, but it, you know, again, if if you're coming up with a creative name that nobody else has taken the time to build a business off of and trademark then you're probably safe, to be completely honest with you. There's always going to be some idiot on Instagram who, like, thought the name sounded cool and just parked it. But, like, I mean, you just can't do anything about that. That's just freaking life. That's 8 billion people on the planet with access to one app. Um, so you want to get your business in shape first. So you need to pick your name. You need to make sure you're not violating any trademarks or patents or anything like that by doing that name search. You want to lock down all of those socials. Um, very important. Then, and only then, <laughs> the next thing you need to be doing is contacting a really good fucking lawyer and an absolutely outstanding accountant slash CPA. They are gold. When I tell you and when I tell anybody that the only people you should be talking about your business to are your lawyer and your accountant, I mean it wholeheartedly. Nobody else needs to be involved in these discussions. Legal is going to take the name that you have. They're going to do their own searches in USPTO because they do have um, access to that kind of stuff. They're going to check and see if there's any businesses in your city, county, or state that have registered similar names um, that could cause conflict, anything like that. They are then also going to recommend slash help you or walk you through how, you know, if you if you have the money to do it or you don't, because it it is an investment, people. Like, business is an investment. You have to put out money to make money. That's just, that's life. I hate to break it to you. Um, legal is then going to contact um, probably your um, secretary of state or department of treasury, whatever, whoever handles the business licenses. And they're going to make a, um, an application for you to start your business. You got to register with the state. You got to pay taxes. Sorry, folks. That's the only way around all of this. Um, and they're going to walk you through that process. Usually I would say that ballpark figure is somewhere between 400 to a thousand dollars. Um, you can decide whether you're going to go sole prop, you're going to do an LLC, um, you're going to do, you know, they're going to tell you whether, they're not going to tell you whether or not they think you should do an S corp or something like that, but they are going to say to talk to an accountant and decide if that's the right thing for you to do. I personally do not do an S corp, um, but, you know, to each their own. Um, and then they're going to, depending on, for example, if you are going to be operating a business in a different state um, or you're going to be crossing state lines or anything like that, but you happen to live in a different state, um, they are going to help you figure out if you need like a registered agent, which is essentially just like a glorified post office box. Um, but they will be the, the registered agent will be the mailing address that all of your mail gets sent to anything legal um, let's say you violate someone's trademark and they contact you, their attorneys are going to send it to that registered agent and then it's going to get forwarded to you. That way they don't have access to like where you live kind of thing. Um, so yeah, they're the, the legal aspect, they're going to, they're going to help get that rock solid, which is the most important thing. And then 
in conjunction with, you need to be talking with accounting slash CPA. Um, my recommendation is to get a company that can do both. Most um, accounting firms are also CPA firms. There's also some of them offer wealth management and things if that's something you're interested in. But at the very, very minimum, you need to get someone who is capable of doing your books and um, doing your taxes and handling all of that. They're going to walk you through getting a QuickBooks or whatever um, process server that you need for managing money and for them to be able to help you out with that. Um, I use QuickBooks personally. That's who my people use. Um, they're just an Intuit company. So that, that works out really well for us. Um, I have, I personally am really good with my books. Um, and so I categorize everything for them. And then once a quarter they go through and they, um, make sure everything looks really nice and clean and that I didn't miss anything. And then obviously at the end of the year, they handle taxes for quarterly and annual and what the fuck ever. I just know that I write them a check and they take care of it. And hopefully I never hear from the IRS a day in my life. Um, but yeah, get your business in order first and to do that in a rock solid relationship manner with legal and accounting. Um, I will have some, as far as like, um, trademarking and things like that, um, and just legal in general, it can, trademark is a federal thing. So I will put my attorney's information down below. So it's federal, so they can handle it across the board, across the country. Um, but they do have several offices in many different states, so they might actually be able to help you in your state for registering your business, et cetera. So I will put them, um, Bileen with, uh, Rock Ridge Law Firm is absolutely amazing. Shout out to her. She has saved me and cost me a lot of money. Love you, girl. Um, and then the same thing with accounting, um, Usually, if you you can go onto um, Facebook and there's some sort of like a small business networking group that's in your city or your state, um, and I would just put in like um, asking for a referral, like, "Hey, I'm looking for an accountant slash CPA. Um, I'd prefer it if they work with these systems." Um, and just kind of go off of referrals, interview, interview, interview. Get really fucking comfortable with these people. You're gonna spend a lot of time talking to them. They're invested in your business. They have a lot of access to very personal information. Um, you want them to, these are your ride or dies when it comes to your business. So definitely um, take caution, but um, be very thorough in in onboarding those, those people who are going to make your business rock solid. Um, again, legal will assist with this next step is um, trademarking. Trademark your business, trademark your name, trademark the name of your business, trademark your personal name, trademark um, phrases. Make sure you understand, talk with your lawyers about um, what you do. So for example, Tipsy Tin is a trademarked and patented business. We are trademarked in two classes. Um, I send out more cease and desist letters than I probably ever want to. There are rules to getting trademarked. Um, it's roughly $1,500 to do it. Um, it's more of um, a cost in the waiting of getting it done. It is a very um, 
lengthy process. But again, the right legal team can make sure that it's done and done well the first time around so that you don't have any issues and more cost added to it. Um, uh, everyone that I have walked through the trademark process with my legal team, um, they have loved it. They have excelled at it. Again, the waiting sucks. It's, you know, 12, 13, 14 months to deal with it. But at the end of the day, it solidifies your business in a way that um, it protects your business in a way that nothing else can do. Um, so if you're going to start a business, you're going to do it legit. You're going to do shit right. We're not taking Venmo payments, people. Um, we're, we're rocking it out, but we're going to also protect that business and we're going to protect it with patents and, and trademarks. And again, we're investing money. We're spending money to make money because just like that stupid blue check mark on Instagram or Twitter, or Facebook or whatever, it means something to people. Well, it used to mean something to people until Meta came around. Um, but it, it means something. It gives a verification. It, it you're elite, you're highly qualified, you're an expert in your field. All of this shit says I'm a business owner and I do my business right. And um, it's very, very important. So now that we're going the opposite direction and we're not putting the cart before the horse, okay, we're not going to go out and spend $40,000 on a horse trailer and give ourselves $40,000 of overhead that we don't need. Okay, people. Look, I get it. I have the three beautiful trailers. I have the small little portable bars that are so pretty. And everyone loves dressing them up with balloons and flowers and all of the... I f people, I fucking get it. They're really pretty to look at. They're beautiful. They're also a big, giant pain in the fucking ass. Okay, um, they're expensive, really costly. Now, mine are very bare bones, um, but that's the way that I like it. Other people want Lindor systems and keg systems and wine coolers. and But honestly, anyone that I've talked to that has put all of that crap into a trailer, they don't use it. Honestly, just get you a couple of coolers and throw them in a horse trailer and you're good. Um these companies that are out here selling you $25,000, dollars $55,000, $55,000 trailers, soup to nuts. Man, geez, Louise, guys. You're, you're, you're hurting yourselves and your business in a way that you're just not prepared for. And it's why I continually see businesses that do this fold in six months. And they come back into those groups and they sell their trailer. I'm just trying to get what I got for it or paid for it. Um, or they're selling it for parts. Dude, the best way to start in this business is to use the bars that are at the venues. It sucks. It's not as pretty. It's not as cool. Um, and it's not a mobile bar, right? You're just a mobile bar tender at that point. But, um, but man, I tell you what, I, I got so lucky with Tipsy. It was a $2,000 investment for me and it turned into six figures in 18 months, actually maybe less than that. Um, and, and, and my story is not, um, it's not normal. It's, it's not, I am, uh, 
I am definitely on the outskirts. I am definitely like somebody that people look at and go, um, damn, how'd she pull that off? (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, could I have done this without the trailers? Yeah, I could have, but do I think they helped me a lot? Yeah. Again, but I had a $2,000 trailer y'all and, and I got it on a, you know, lease to own situation. Like I'll have to sit down one day and just tell the story of that. But, um, I hate seeing people who are so genuinely passionate about becoming an entrepreneur, about becoming a business owner, about supporting this industry and the wedding industry and these couples and they just throw it all down the drain for a fucking pretty trailer. Um get established, get get your name out there, post on social media all you can. I don't care if you're posting just cocktail videos. I, I really don't care what you're posting on social media. Um just just get yourself out there into the world and and sharing things. And then um and then when you're ready, when you have the income then put down whatever you want to get the trailer you want or buy a trailer and fix it up and, and, and do it that way. But again, in my experience about, I'd say it's almost, it's probably more than 50. It's gotta be close to 60% of the businesses that I see introduced every single year. I see them closing their doors within a year um, because they, they just killed themselves with this huge overhead trying to put the quite literal cart before the horse. Um, Get your shit straight. Know what's the most important thing to you and, and go from there. It's, it's okay. Um, It's okay to build. That's, that's what being a business owner is. Some of us get extra lucky. Some of us, I don't know if I really want to call it luck. Yeah, it was fucking luck. Um, it's definitely, it, it's, it's hard out here, guys. It is. But like, all I can tell you is that if the only reason you're going into this portion of this industry is to have a cute trailer, you've got the wrong fucking intentions for coming into this industry. This industry is about servitude. This industry is about um, helping couples have the most amazing day with the most amazing cocktails and the most amazing service. Um, and, and, and letting their day, their marriage live on in infamy. Um, that is the most important thing. So I will definitely leave you with the thoughts of you're focused on the wrong thing. Get your shit straight. Listen to this podcast. Um, I am here for questions and coaching and all of that good stuff. If you need it, you can reach out on shot talking podcast at gmail.com or find me on tipsy 10, um, DM me, email me, anything like that. And we can start having some really open conversations about what it is that you need to be doing. Um, I've helped about 30 mobile bars come into fruition And I will say about 20 of those are still active today. And I've got the legal to help you. I've got the accounting to help you. I've got the branding people to help you. I have relationships with people all over this damn country to help you. And um, you just got to want the help. You got to want to do this the right way because I won't, I can't, I can't help you if you want to do this 
and be sketchy and take Venmo payments. I just, I can't support that whatsoever. Um, but I can help you get focused on the right way to do things, to put the the horse first and the business first and the model first and you first and the clients first. I can help you do that. And so um, I just want to be really open with you guys that um, it, it's a hard process. But at the end of the day, almost five years later, I am so damn lucky that this is my job and this is what I get to do. And these people are who I get to spend time with. And I'm just humbled and blessed and so much fucking gratitude. And um, I want to help other people do that. So um, if, if that's you, if you're ready to put in the work, you're ready to do it the right way, Let's talk. Let's let's make it happen for you. Unless you're within 250 miles of me, because then my attorneys say I can't help you. So you know, there's that too. That's the perks of having good people behind you. Um. So yeah, go ahead, shoot me an email, replay this, understand that you're worthy. You're you're perfectly capable of of doing this if you do it the correct way, and you will thrive, and you will make it, and you will succeed. Um, and I'm here to help you with that if you need it in any way, shape or form. So, uh, I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.